Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Capes and Japes. We know what we're doing, and it's fine. Completely. What's our new tagline? <laughs> Welcome to Capes and Japes. We know what we're doing. It's fine. Thank you for it's listening fine. to Capes and Japes. I have been Briar. We know what we're doing. We're fine. <laughs> we just got to reiterate it at the beginning and end of every episode. Yes. Maybe then people will believe us. Nobody has called us out on not knowing what we're doing, but, you know, just to get ahead yeah. of the curve. Nobody has called us out on uh, forgetting we needed a topic for the episode. <laughs> they didn't have to know if I didn't say that. This morning, Olivia was like, I got so caught up in Biden winning the election that I forgot that we had a podcast. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's... um. That that was the vibe. Listen, it was a, uh, y'all, last week was very weird. Um, it was a very weird, chaotic week, and then a pretty good, but still chaotic weekend. Destiel became canon, the biggest news of the week. Yeah, everyone, as everyone knows, Destiel was elected <laughs> president. Congratulations to Destiel. Uh, so I went into a friend chat. And, um, might have accidentally, uh, made four of us start a Supernatural rewatch. I haven't started it yet because my nephew has been over all weekend, but <laughs> I'm... <laughs> you know when you accidentally start a Supernatural rewatch and then do a podcast about it? <laughs> okay, I did ask them and I'm just like, do y'all want to start a supernatural podcast or do you just like the idea of starting a podcast and we did pretty much figure out that we um are impatient little children and we're not going to be able to stick to the format of like a rewatch podcast and we're gonna just like we're basically a friend group made up of like all the kids who read ahead in high school english class Yes, I understand completely. So, it is not a format that we will be able to adhere to. So we're like, we're just going to do a rewatch. It's fine. I do think, do you guys want to start a podcast or do you just like the idea of starting a podcast? It's probably the most important question you can ask in 2020. Fair. I mean, if you're ever thinking about starting a podcast with your friend, make sure you do answer that question. Do we want to start a podcast about this specific thing, or do we just like the idea of starting a podcast? Hi, welcome to Capes and Japes. It's a podcast advice podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't buy the McElroy's book. Just listen to us. Just this several minute section at the beginning of our actual podcast which is about comic book characters even if we do forget about it this week we did listen we did remember we are doing an episode we're not doing this just to say anyways we forgot we did remember in time to prepare an episode because we are professionals Olivia did do research, and I did watch my nephew while I waited for the time to record to happen. Because we're professionals. My work comes after we record it. Exactly. It's teamwork. Ugh, anyway, who did you decide on, Olivia? Um, so, 
we are um, going to talk about a little bit of a, a weird bit uh, of Marvel, uh, which is Night Nurse, um, which is a name or a title that some people may have heard in passing. Um, if you've heard it, it was most likely in the context of a joke, or maybe you have actually seen, uh, one of the night nurses, uh, in action. But, um, kind of a, kind of an odd, an odd journey to get here, but we're gonna talk about it. Um, I think the really fun thing is I have no idea about any of this. I cannot yeah. recall anything about ever hearing anything about a night nurse. So I'm just like, ah, mm-hmm. Take me, take me on this ride. Yes, we're going to go on a journey. There will be some things that are familiar to you, but probably not with the name night nurse. Oh. Um, yes. So, um, the original comic, uh, night nurse was published in, uh, 1972, um, by Marvel Comics. You may have heard of them. Uh. No, never. Never. Um, and it was part of, uh, it was not a superhero book. It was part of a, uh, a kind of initiative to, uh, draw in uh, like, more female readership, um, which before, like, there's been, like, kind of a long tradition of, like, romance comics, um, that kind of, like, you know, ebbed and flowed somewhat in popularity. Um, I think there was, like, kind of a trend towards them, like, in, like, the late 40s, early 50s, maybe, before the comics code happened. Um, and then there were more superheroes. Um, and then, you know, they started, like, people started getting back into these, like, romance comics. Uh, which is not exactly what Night Nurse is. Um, but in sort of a similar vein as, like, you know, oh, like, female-driven comic books to try and get, uh, more, more girls to buy comics. Um, there were, uh, three, uh, three of these, uh, published, uh, three, like, series that came out at the same time. Um, one was Night Nurse, one was, uh, The Claws of the Cat, which, uh, was the story that ended up introducing, uh, Tigra. Oh. Yes, and one was, uh... Shanna the She-Devil, um, who also became, like, sort of a recurring character, but that was kind of like a, like a female, like, Tarzan sort of vibe, like, a jungle princess, like, running around with, like, leopards and stuff, um, and they were, I think all of these comics, um were written by women, or written mostly by women. Um, but, so these were, uh, female, like, comics centered around female characters that weren't 
exactly superhero books, but also weren't exactly like kind of the traditional like romance stories that they usually use to try and get girls to buy comics. Um, so Night Nurse, uh, was, uh, written by Jean Thomas, um, who I think was the, uh, wife of Roy Thomas, who was the editor of Marvel at the time, um, and, uh, drawn by Winslow Mortimer, um, and they, uh, focused on a group of, uh, three young women roommates, um, who were all nurses, um, so it should have been called Night Nurses, but, you know. Night's Nurse. Night's, exactly, yes, thank you. Night's is Nurses. There we go, now we have our bases covered. Uh, and they, uh, so the comics followed, they didn't have any, like, superhero stuff in them, um, but they followed these three nurses through their various, you know, uh, adventures, which because it was comics, like, weren't usually, you know, tonight I did my rounds and then I, you know, administered some medication. <laughs> um, it was like, oh, there's, you know, there was like a, uh, a, a mob hitman is threatening the hospital or like, oh, there's like, you know, some uh, patient just revealed that there's, like, a bomb that's gonna go off. Which, like, would sound sillier if I hadn't watched so much Grey's Anatomy. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> no, that all sounds about right. I was about to be like, so, like, a soap opera? Yeah, like, like pretty soap opera-y. Um, Which, what are comics but soap operas for nerds? I mean, you, uh, you're right about that. Uh, the comics were, uh, generally, it seems that, like, looking back on them, um, they seem to be generally well-reviewed. Like, most takes I found said that, like, yeah, like, the, you know, the writing was, like, pretty good, the art was nice, the stories were, like, exciting. Um... But the original comic uh, only lasted for four issues. Oh. Um, they had a fifth one written, uh, but it never ended up making it to print because um, they didn't... Sales weren't very good. Uh, generally, the thinking was sort of that it, you know... Uh, the balance wasn't really right. Like, there was, like, some romance, but then it was, like, mostly, like, soap opera drama, and they couldn't find the right audience for it. Um, or maybe it's just going into a comic book shop and looking at a comic that's named Night Nurse. You're kind of like, I, what? I, what could this possibly mean? Um. Do they change sheets? Do they <laughs> administer medis medicine? Do they, like, help you to the bathroom? I don't... Yeah. I've been in a um, hospital overnight. It's not that exciting. 
Well, it's in the world of comics, it turns out it is. Um, but yeah, Gene uh, Thomas mentioned that they were like kind of trying to, uh, you know, tap into that like Nancy Drew, like young women's readership market. Um, but like because they didn't, they couldn't, again, they couldn't really find like how to sell it because it didn't really go with the romance comics but then it also wasn't you know a superhero book uh it didn't it didn't really uh it didn't really end up coming through for old uh old night nurse um roy uh roy thomas said in an interview at uh one point that they um it was intended to be set in, like, the Marvel Universe, despite the fact that, uh, no superheroes show up in it, um, and that he, uh, he ended up, like, reusing the name of the hospital that showed up in it for different, uh, Marvel stories, um, and then later on, it's definitely part of the Marvel Universe, as we'll see, um, but, uh, so... What's, uh, what's the deal with these night nurses? Um, they, uh, so like I said, it's, there's three main characters, um, who are roommates and nurses and, uh, different issues, like, focus on, like, one or another of them. Like, they get, like, turns being, uh, the main character, um, but they also usually kind of, like, all show up and work together, and it's about their various relationships and also their relationships to each other, because at first they kind of don't get along and then realize that, you know, they all kind of want the same thing, they care about being nurses, and they all, um, sort of need a friend. So they end hey. up be- Hey. I think this comic was just way too early for its time. This sounds like it would make an excellent webcomic. That's, like, really true is the thing. Like, the more I, like, see about this, the more I'm like, ah, oh, Night Nurse, you were just, you just weren't in the right era. Um, so, uh, the first one we can touch on is, uh, Georgia Jenkins. Um, that's a comics Georgia, book's name. That is a comics book's name. Um, she is, uh, she's a black woman. Um, she's the only, uh, black woman out of the three of them. Um, and, uh, she, because it's comics, she comes from, like, you know, an inner city, like, neighborhood. Um, and, uh, she goes back there and, uh, you know, helps the residents out with their various medical issues on her days off. Um, and one, uh, one of the, uh, storylines, the, like, <laughs> the bomb plot storyline of the, the three nurses trying to solve a, uh, a bomb plot, <laughs> like you do, uh, is that, uh, her younger brother, um, is, 
blackmailed into uh, trying to blow up the generator in the hospital. Um, and she finds that out. Um, they uh, have a confrontation. He ends up being like, actually, I don't want to blow up the hospital. Um, and then in trying uh, to protect the three of them from getting uh from the the people who blackmailed him into blowing up the hospital uh he gets shot and he lives but he's uh sentenced to like uh 10 years in prison um what about the people who shot him well that's the thing is that uh Georgia in the comic is like, wow, it's fucked up that my brother's in prison and, you know, other people just get to walk, like, there's like, you know, we know there are people in the mob who are just like walking around. It's fucked up. Um, That is fucked up. Wow, you're right. It is fucked up. Um, Thank you, comics, for pointing out how fucked up that is. This man got shot and is now in prison. Yeah, weird. Um, and I do want to give them some credit um, for having that storyline in, like, 1972, which isn't, like, you know, super ahead of its time, but it is, you know, it's something. It's um, 1972. Yeah. Uh, but as much as I do want to give them credit, um... Georgia is also the only one of the three of them who has not made a return appearance mm. since the original Night Nurse. And it's, oh. you know, I am trying to figure out why that could possibly be. I, I, have, an, I have an inkling. Mm. Could it be racism? <laughs> Lyricisma. Uh, seems, uh, likely. Seems like it might be that way, as it turns out. Um, but, uh, that's Georgia. Um, we also have, uh, Christine Palmer, who is, uh, her, like, backstory is that she's, like, a, like, a, southern like old money debutante type um but uh she uh she wants to make something of herself on her own terms without her father's money um she wants to pursue her dreams of being a night nurse i mean a pretty good dream i yeah it's like it's it's solid there's worse things to be if, if yeah, especially um, especially in the Marvel universe where people are <laughs> getting injured constantly. Yeah, the Marvel universe needs like way more nurses than uh, our universe does. <laughs> there's so there's so much danger just constantly at every given moment. But also, it feels really dangerous to like be a nurse in a comic book universe. It is. I'm surprised that uh, all three of these uh, 
ladies have successfully survived. Um, well, I don't know. We haven't seen Georgia in a long time. They could have killed her off. Oh, Georgia. Oh, no. I hope she's doing okay. I, Georgia, listen, if you're out there. Let us know. Let us know you're all right. 2021, that's your year, Georgia. (laughs) We're manifesting it. 2021 is the year of Georgia. Georgia Jenkins. Exactly. Um, anyways, so, uh, Christine, her, uh, big plot points, um, over the course of this, uh, series were, uh, one, um, her, uh, her thing with her, her father, at one point he, like, comes to New York, uh, to look for her, and he's like, now, listen here, young lady, you, you give up this, uh, all this nonsense right now, and you come back home and wear floofy dresses and marry a rich man. And she's like, no, I won't! Um, and then he gets injured and she has to save him and he's like, actually, you know what? You're good at your job. I don't think that happens. You would think that would be what happens. Um, he does just sort of like give her an ultimatum that's like, either you come home for Thanksgiving or you don't come home at all. And she's like, well, I guess I'm not coming home. Uh, (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs) Okay, bye. Um, so she, um... She, during the series, is working for, um, a doctor named William Sutton, uh, who ends up, he, he gets, I think, fired or something? Um, I don't know. The summary I found just said his career ended in disaster. Oh. So I assume that means he fucked up really bad and got banned from, uh, Doctoring? Uh, That's certainly a disaster for a career. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Other things could have happened. There could have been, like, a natural disaster. (laughs) There could have been a a supernatural disaster. Yeah. (laughs) He watched Supernatural, and he got way into it, and he was like, (laughs) I'm quitting. I'm going to start a podcast. I'm starting a podcast about this show. Goodbye, Christine. What is a podcast in 1972? A radio show? Yes. Yes. Has Supernatural been on air? Maybe. (laughs) There's so much Supernatural it might have started in 1972. Who knows? It feels like it's been on TV since 1972 at this point. So, issue four... The uh, final issue of Night Nurse that was released um, is pretty much entirely about Christine and takes on sort of a different tone than the rest of the series. Because she, um, after she's uh, no longer working with Dr. Sutton, um, she uh, leaves leaves New York... um, and goes to a uh, spooky New England mansion called Seacliff Manor. Okay. Um, yeah, working for a uh, a like extremely wealthy uh, man in a wheelchair named uh, 
Derek Porter. Um, and it's like this like weird kind of like gothic story about her in this like spooky, like mostly empty manner and how like she sees like, you know, uh, there's like a lighthouse across, across the water. And sometimes she sees it at night signaling to what looks like a mysterious figure, like stalking around the grounds. Um, and she, uh, she almost like, uh, she almost meets with like a, a fatal accident a few times, um, that seem like the butler is trying to kill her. Um, and then eventually she figures out that, uh, the Derek Porter is, uh, faking his paralysis. Oh. Um, and is using, uh, the manor and, like, the money that he's getting from his family, um, to, you know, to help him while he's disabled. Um, he's using it for a, uh, uh, drug smuggling operation. Um. Don't like that. Then, yeah, no, you, that's bad. Morally, that's bad. Um. It's like ableist Scooby-Doo. Like, it was really Mr. <laughs> Porter all along. He was yeah. faking his disability. It's like, yeah, uh, listen. can we not, though? It's not, it's not great. Like, people in wheelchairs get <laughs> it's enough not ideal. of, like, people thinking that they're faking their disabilities for you to, like, put that as your plot point. It's, yeah, it's, I, I feel like almost no story with, like, very rich man in a wheelchair in, like, a big house, like, has ever ended in a positive way for, like, disability representation. It's always either, like, oh, they're evil and they're faking it, or just, like, a big old just, like, inspiration porn, like, this able-bodied person teaches them how to love. Awful. Terrible. It's like, okay. Um, I did think when you first started talking about this uh, spooky manner that it was going to be, like, some sort of, like, Great Gatsby lighthouse across the way love story <sighs> thing. And I'm like, okay, I'm digging it. And then you're like, she almost meets a fatal accident. I'm like, oh, no, that's that's not what I thought this was going to be. I'm kind of disappointed yeah. now. No, more uh, more Rebecca than Great Gatsby, unfortunately. What um, would have happened if, like, she found out that instead of, like, a totally normal somebody was trying to kill her, that the house was actually haunted? I think that, honestly, that would have been a way cooler way for this comic book to end. I feel like <laughs> if the last issue of Night Nurse was like, it's about ghosts, after, okay. like, the previous three had been just, like, normal, like, you know, mafia and explosions and stuff like that. Here's my pitch. Uh-huh. She's falling in love with Mr. Porter. Yes. Ghost gets jealous. Okay. Jealous of her or jealous of Mr. Porter? Both. Great. Ghost doesn't know what it wants. They have a seance. They figure it out. <laughs> I mean, it's confusing being a ghost. 
You've got a lot of, you've got a lot of emotions raging through you. And sometimes when you died, things were different culturally, and then like... That's true. There's two beautiful people in a house, and you're like, do I want to be with you, or be part of the... Am I jealous of... Which way? Am I jealous? <laughs> okay. Both? Night Nurse Reboot. The story... Of a bi-ghost. Confused a bi bisexual ghost. A bi-polyam ghost. Marvel, I have a great idea for you. Marvel, we have a great pitch. They're like, why is this a Night Nurse comic? And we're like, because we read the Ableist summary and it was not good. So we want you to do one with ghosts. <laughs> Everything is better with ghosts. Also, this one is not Ableist. We're going to hire a writer who's actually like a wheelchair user. So that they can be Ugh. like, ah, oh, yes, here, this is my supernatural spooky romance that I've always wanted to see in comics. <laughs> Finally, someone tapping into my exact cross-section of interests, disability <laughs> representation, and bi-polyamorous ghosts. That should be everyone's cross-section of interests. It's a good interest cross-section. Like, it's that... ideal. That would also be a good webcomic. We're coming up with so many good pitches. We are. It's a good day for pitches. It's a good day. The energy, the energy is great. Um, anyways, so the story ends with uh, Derek trying to kill Christine. Um, and then the butler steps in and saves her um, by uh, knocking... Derek off the cliff that he was trying to push Christine off of. Um, and that's that's the end of Night Nurse. Oh. Um, okay. <laughs> Again, they had, they had intended to go for more issues with this, so the vibe of ending on a very tonally different story featuring only one of the protagonists is very weird. Um, but, you know, sometimes your comic gets cancelled and you're left with some weird vibes. Um. What if the butler was the ghost all along? Hey! Now that's a good idea. Um, Christine is, uh, not a part of comics for many, many years. And then in t 2004, um... She makes an appearance in uh, Nightcrawler, written by, uh, who wrote this? Uh, oh, the uh, Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, um, that Nightcrawler. Um, but she uh, appears still working, uh, or back to working, at the Metro North Hospital, the hospital from Metro General. Um, just generic hospital names. Metro General Hospital, which is the hospital from, uh, Night Nurse. And, uh, meets Storm and Nightcrawler there when they come in for some, some medical need. Uh, and shows I mean, up I... a few more times. Oh. Do the X-Men have healthcare? I, I feel like... Would Charles give them health care? That's a good question. I mean, he runs a school. They should have health care for their teachers. They should get health care. 
<laughs> X-Men unionize. <laughs> my... <laughs> my X-Men. <laughs> oh no, I wish I knew all their ages. <laughs> I can't make the actual post. Have all have all unionized. What do I do? I mean, there's so many X-Men, you could probably list like every known number and you'd cover most of them. <laughs> um God, my X-Men have unionized. Uh but so she she crops up a couple uh a couple times in Nightcrawler doing nurse things. Um and ends up dating Nightcrawler for a while. Um, I'm not sure why they end up breaking up. I believe they end up breaking up anyways, because I, I don't think she's been around for um, a while. Um, but uh, the writer for Nightcrawler was a big fan of Night Nurse and uh, realized that, you know, the first arc was going to involve a hospital, and he was like, perfect, it's time. Uh, and Christine also um, is the Rachel McAdams character in Doctor Strange, um, which is, like, a little bit weird because the, uh, the, third, the third and final Night Nurse is the one that actually has some like interaction with interactions with Doctor Strange in the comics. Hmm. Um, so I'm not sure why they made it Christine instead of Linda, but Christine Palmer is technically in the MCU, played by Rachel McAdams. Um, so good for her. Good for her. Uh, the uh, third of the three night nurses and the one with probably the most extensive history, uh, is Linda Carter. No relation to Peggy. <laughs> um. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Um, but she actually showed up, or it's unclear if this is, like, supposed to be the same character, or if it was just, uh, like, using the same name, but, uh, there was a Stan Lee written comic in the early 60s called Linda Carter Student Nurse that was um, taking, like, basically cashing in on the popularity of a uh, Dell Comics comic called Linda Lark, Registered Nurse. Oh, come on. I know. Um, but... There was a comic about a woman named Linda Carter who was a student nurse, but she looks very different. From, not very different, but, you know, she has, like, blonde hair and the Linda Carter in Night Nurse has black hair. Um, hair dye. And, I mean, like, hair dye exists. Uh, she went blonde in college. <laughs> yeah, it's never alluded to if they're, like, the same person or not. So... I, I don't, it's it's unclear if this is supposed to be a continuation of her nursing adventures or if it's just like, you know, Roy or Jean Thomas was like, 
oh, we should name one of these after that old Stanley comic that probably nobody read or will remember. Um, Either one is fun. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Linda Carter um, is uh, a lot of her storylines in Night Nurse uh, focus on her romantic life. Um, when she, uh, first, like, moves to New York, um, she starts dating a, uh, businessman named Marshall Michaels. Um. All right. Yeah, and then he, um, he, like, gives her an ultimatum. These nurses are always being given ultimatums by men. Um. What else is new? Yeah, he gives her uh, an ultimatum that uh, if she wants to marry him, she has to give up her career as a nurse. Um, Awful. Dump him. Dump his yeah, ass right she's there. Like, yeah, she does, uh, she does dump him. She chooses her career. Um, I think this is the subject of uh, the cover of the first issue um, where it's like, She's, like, standing there in her, like, uh, nurse's outfit, and there's, like, uh, a man, like, lying on the ground, and she's like, he's hurt, hurt bad, I've gotta help him, but if I do, I'll lose the man I love forever! And then this business boy in the background in his, like, brown 70s business suit is like, Linda, stop right now! Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is very funny out of context it's like you absolutely may not give this man medical care it's also kind of funny in context it is funny yeah it's objectively it's pretty funny overall imagine being a registered nurse and seeing someone who is injured and just having that having the thought process of if i do my job my boyfriend will leave me. <laughs> what do I do? Like, that's just wild. Just give the man medical attention. That, listen. She does, obviously she does choose her job, but yeah, obviously because it's the first you issue should give the man three medical more. attention. Then, yeah, and then she's no longer night nurse, and then it's just called... Well, it's still called Night Nurse because there's two more of them. It's called Night Nurse Minus One. <laughs> um, but she, uh, as, um, as the series goes on, um, she starts, uh, dating a doctor, um, named, uh, Jack Tryon. Um, what's she he trying also... on? <laughs> Scrubs, obviously. Oh. I hope he finds someone that makes him look good. I hear that that's hard to do. <laughs> it is. Um, she, um, she's also the, um, kind of the main character of the, uh, unpublished fifth issue, um, where, uh, there's a, um, a shop owner is injured in a robbery, um, and the police, um, end up chasing down and, uh, injuring this young man who they, uh, 
they think did it, but he's innocent. Um, and then, uh, the boy and, uh, um, the boy, or the boy's friends who are, like, sheltering him end up, uh, like, kidnapping Linda, um, to, Please uh, help our friend. Yeah, they're like, please, 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 please. Um, also, can you solve the mystery of who actually robbed the shop owner because our friend didn't do it? Um, Clearly, as a nurse, you are qualified to solve mysteries. (laughs) Well, you would think that, but also Linda's like, well, it turns out I've solved several mysteries in my career (laughs) as a nurse. So yeah, absolutely. Oh, can I get my two friends and roommates to uh, help me? (laughs) We're kind of a package deal. We make a good team. We're all called Night Nurse. We are all collectively Night Nurse. Um, so, uh, like Christine, um, Linda, after uh, Night Nurse is ended, is not around uh, for several decades. Um, and then in uh, the Brian Michael Bendis written Daredevil... Um, in 2004, which is the same year that, um, Christine showed up in Nightcrawler, but, uh, this was a few months earlier, um, Linda, uh, shows up as, uh, she's working in, uh, I don't know if it's, oh, no, what she, she's, like, established her own, uh, practice, um, and she helps out Nightcrawler after he, uh, not Nightcrawler, uh, Daredevil, <laughs> after he um, got uh, injured by the Yakuza, um, like you do when you're Daredevil. Uh, yeah. And um, gives the explanation that um, she was rescued by a superhero at some point. I don't think it ever explains, like, what superhero who they rescued her from. But, I mean, um, it's New York in the Marvel Universe. It could have been yeah. anybody. It could have been literally anyone. She's For like, listen, anything. I cannot keep track of you guys. Yeah, I've gotten saved from, like, stuff by superheroes, like, eight times after I opened this. So, like, it still <laughs> happens. It's fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so the, um... The story she gives is that she was, uh, rescued by a superhero and decided to, um, establish her own kind of secret private practice in Chinatown, um, that's specifically for, uh, treating superheroes. So, you know, just, like, very, like, prioritizing confidentiality and uh when she first shows up she do they pay her i how does she file taxes (laughs) i'm guessing i'm assuming she probably does it pro bono and then just freaking every so often tony stark sends her a check and is like don't worry about it (laughs) i mean that's probably does like I feel like a secret clinic to help superheroes, you would have to, like, have some sort of, like, non-profit shell corporation. And Tony Stark just keeps writing checks to that. 
Uh, yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, but when why uh, did I for, say for... nonprofit shell corporation? I feel like corporation is the antithesis of a nonprofit. I mean, I think you can still be a non like. I don't know business words. I don't know business words either. I think we've come to associate the term corporation with capitalism, but I think you can be a nonprofit corporation and it's just like, you know, a tax classification or whatever. She starts an LLC. Yeah, listen, this isn't a business podcast. No, business people don't (laughs) add us. Um, but for her first few appearances, she just identifies herself as a night nurse or the night nurse, um, before it's eventually revealed that she is, in fact, uh, Linda Carter. Um, she mostly, um, works with, uh, the Hell's Kitchen like, Defenders kind of group. Like, obviously she's introduced in Daredevil. She shows up in Daredevil a lot. Um, She uh, helps out Elektra. Um, Like, Luke Cage and Iron Fist, like, ask for her help. Um, She um, also, during the Civil War, she uh, joins the uh, anti-registration team uh, and is, like, shown at one point, like, uh, welcoming the Young Avengers to uh, to the headquarters. Um, and she's also shown at uh, Captain America's Wake. So, um... Friends. One of not- yeah, they're friends, which is good. Um, and um, in a Doctor Strange uh, story called The Oath, um, which kind of focuses on Doctor Strange, it, it's like the idea of it is focusing on Doctor Strange's like doctorness and not the strangeness. Doctor um, Doctor Normal. Doctor Regular. Uh yeah, exactly. Um, regular Doctorman. <laughs> uh but she um she teams up with him. Uh Doctor Strange comes uh comes to the clinic because he gets uh shot by brigand um and she finds out about this uh, like, artifact that he and Wong are trying to track down, and she, um, insists on coming with them. Um, the idea, um, one of the writers described it as, like, Doctor Strange is a superhero that just wants to be a surgeon, um, and Linda is a surgeon who just wants to be a superhero, um... (laughs) But she also, during the series, she does um, mention that at some point she got her uh, her PhD or uh, her MD or... <laughs> However, we're also not a doctorate podcast, uh, but she... <laughs> she, she got a degree. Like, 
she got she got a degree um and at one point like dr strange says something you know condescending to her and um she's like oh you're not the only doctor in the room night nurse is just catchier than night general practitioner <laughs> um but she um she does end up uh she dates dr strange over the course of this series and i think a little bit after um rip rip i know which is why i thought it was weird that they did not have the Rachel McAdams character be her. Um, but that being said, um, if some other aspects of this concept sound sort of familiar, um, it's because uh, Claire Temple in the Netflix, uh, the Netflix MCU uh, was originally intended to be Linda Carter um or you know officially like night nurse um but they told them that they couldn't use Linda Carter because they might have plans for her in the MCU um so they ended up going well they took like the name Claire Temple who is like an actual uh comics character and who is a doctor and, like, a love interest of Luke Cage. Um, and they kind of used the, like, Daredevil Linda Carter concept of her, like, being kind of the person that superheroes go to for medical attention. Um, which, like, is a cool concept, and I'm kind of surprised that it took until, like, 2004 for somebody to be like, hey, maybe we should, like, take one of these characters and, like, like, maybe superheroes should have a doctor. <laughs> um, I, like, I'm sure there have been, like, others. And I think, like, a lot of, like, superheroes have their own kind of go-to person. Um, but just having, like, a generic, like, no-questions-asked superhero doctor, um, it's neat. It, it, it's, like, it's fun. I like it. Um... But yeah, so, uh, again, hopefully, uh, 2021, our friend Georgia will get her moment. Come on, Georgia. Come back. <sighs> it's your time. It's your time. Uh, yeah, but so that's the, uh, some of the, the fun history of, uh, Night Nurse. And now, you know. The more you know. The more you know. Thank you for telling me about the night nurses. You're so welcome. Uh, did you have anything else to add or to discuss? As soon as you said Daredevil, I was like, oh, Claire Temple? Aha, <laughs> uh -huh, yes. And then I was like, but she's not one of the night nurses. She was not, Claire was not named. <laughs> <gasps> hmm, but caught yeah, on. Comics does like to take a concept and be all like, hey, you're this now. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> this is a cool concept. Let's give it to a different character. Trash their whole thing. Take their name. Oh my god. <sighs> Don't freaking get me started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't write in. 
I didn't read any comics. I also didn't write any comics. Thank you, Mouth, for saying words. <laughs> um, I would be pretty surprised if you had written some comics since we last spoke. I mean, it's NaNoWriMo, and for the... Oh, damn, it is, huh? For the 27th year in a row, I have not participated. <gasps> I always... I was like... I always think, like, maybe this year I'll do something, and then I never do. I, um, I did it while I was in high school, and I haven't done it since. Um, and I still get, uh, the emails from them. Mm -hmm. Um, and I gotta say, like, late October 2020 to be like, oh, are you getting ready to write your novel? It's like... No. You think I'm going to write a novel in in this economy? <laughs> oh, the funny thing is, though, I'm like, I'm unemployed. What else am I doing with my time? I could write something. And then I'm like, mm, I have the time. But do I have the energy? No. I mean, you're right. Remember when I said that I was going to write a fan fiction? And then I never yeah. did. <laughs> I do remember that. And I was like, oh, hey, I wrote like a hundred words or so. So like, here we go. And then like, <laughs> I stopped. Fanfiction is extremely hard. I need the right inspiration for it. I thought I had <laughs> it. Clearly I did not. Someday. Someday yeah. I will write again. One of these days. Hopefully. Probably not. <laughs> did you read any comics or write any comics i um i did not read or write any comics which is probably not a surprise given the vibes of the past week oh god it it's so uh it's been a week hasn't it 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 is truly been a week but uh hey we made it <laughs> yep here we are, releasing Here. a podcast for you to listen to with your ears. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I hope that you all, um, if you're listening to this when it comes out, I hope you all uh, survived the, uh, the vibes of the past week. I hope you're doing well. Um, if you're listening to this in the future, I also hope you're doing well. Um, but maybe, you know, the past week... God willing, just had kind of normal vibes. <laughs> um, but, uh, yes, if you want to keep up with us on the internet, you can follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and our Facebook group. You can find all those at uh, Capes and Japes. Just one word. You can send an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. If you have questions, comments, concerns, things you want us to answer. Um, you can also ask us stuff in our Discord server, which you should join. Um, you should hang out and post selfies and uh, talk about whatever's going on. Um, we um, have a Patreon. If you feel like you want to support us on there, you can get uh, bonus contents and watch stuff and help us pick what we talk about, like... Um, patron of the show Pav suggested a very long time ago that we should do Night Nurse and we are doing it now. Here we are. 
here we are. You We've listen done to it. it. Um, so, um, yeah, if you can't support us on Patreon, but you still feel like, wow, I want to help these guys out, um, leaving a rating and review is a really cool way to do that. Um, telling a friend about the show if you think they would like it. And just coming back and listening and being with us and joining us and all of that jazz. Um, so now, now more than ever in these trying times, thank you for being with us here on Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, I found the NaNoWriMo idea that I was going to do last year and never did. Hey, as always, also, we're doing our best. Kiss me sexy Batman. <laughs> Do kiss me sexy Batman. Um.